Hey, this is Doug Benson, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour? That's always great when somebody does a bumper where they act like they're not aware of the show. On the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. My life. Oh, hey there, poop friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, and I'm joined by a man who has no pants on and is wrapping a flour tortilla around his erect penis to make a boner burrito. That's (laughs) Jeff Clark. Hey, how'd you know I bought tur- turkeys today? <laughs> and beaming to us from a glory hole in the back of a Quaker Town Wawa, the man who puts the homo in homeowner, the gay butt pirate Shuddy Boy. Yo. And Was shout that from out- you? <laughs> no, shout out to our homie, Mike's News. <laughs> the nice. great voice of God. He, he wrote me uh, that that show opener on slack so that's, shout out to you impressive. mike's news and he's right shuddy does put the homo in homeowner <laughs> <laughs> whoo man shuddy how's it back in the workforce yeah it's, how's your life it's changed? been it's been fairly rough uh it's been busier than i expected it to be people need their acai bowls uh yeah they gotta get their immune busier, systems up is it busier because there's just less public places open so they got wind that you were open and they're like fuck yeah i think it's a combination of that the fact that everybody's home it you know it's not okay it's not busy per se but we're running on very small staffs and we're doing curbside so it's a lot of juggling and running around oh man so i remember shuddy when you first got this job you just standing more than you usually do caused you to lose like a whole bunch of weight. You didn't really change your diet or your exercise routine. You just stood more at work. Yeah, I just did a lot of running around. So now uh, with the curbside, do you think you're going to get even slimmer? Well, on Thursday, or I'm sorry, on Saturday, between 10 a.m. And 5 p.m., I did over 12,000 steps, six miles, burned 701 calories. Damn. Were you working or playing soccer? I was working. (laughs) That was just all the running around I did. Man, curbside pickup is going to turn Shuddy Boy into a fucking Chris Hemsworth lookalike. Yeah, he's only like Cristiano Ronaldo. You know what? Give me that hammer. I'm Thor now. (laughs) (laughs) The power of acai compels me. So yeah, it's been a lot of running around, but things are getting, uh, we're opening up the fifth store this weekend and we're going on a mass hiring spree, it sounds like. so. Oh, wow. awesome, dude. That's good news. So are you guys, what's the situation with like Pennsylvania? Is it, is it like city by city makes the decision? How does it work for you guys? Well, the... The governor, some of the state is reopening this week. Mm-hmm. Um, the less populated areas. The governor has said that places can start to open up when they are having 
20 or less new cases per day for two weeks straight. 20 or less new cases. Correct. Per day. Are you guys near that number? Some of the state is. The area, the eastern part where I live, especially the southeast where I am, is not anywhere near that. Right. Like, is that, are you saying like Philly? Yeah, like Philly, right. the burbs of Philly, where I am, the Lehigh Valley, like where Bethlehem is. Sure. Um, and the Poconos from the influx of, you know, New York and New Jersey people. Um, yeah, we ruin everything. Well, I mean, no, I mean, yeah. people work, have moved out of both of those highly populated areas and into the Poconos, but still commuted to work in New Jersey or the city. So it's just they've had a lot of it up there. But, like, the western part of the state has not had very much. Um, so they're starting to open up in some of those smaller areas. So do you have to but wear a mask and shit? I do have to wear a mask at work. Nobody's allowed in without a mask on. I have to tell people not to come in because they don't have masks. Oh, uh, do you get do all, do you get all pumped? Do you get grumpy about that? Yes. And do you get do. all pumped? Like... Ah, uh, look at this non masculine bitch. I get to tell him what to do. No, I, I'm like, we've been doing this for two weeks now. Why are you still thinking you can go in someplace without a mask on? Kind of. Yeah, crack the whip, shuddy. Yep. Yeah. I went, I did some, I did a few, uh, I ran a few errands today and I had to wear my, well, I don't have a mask. I just tie a shirt around my face. I don't know where you can get a mask and I'm not even, I'm not even really that crazy about looking for one. If you have any extra, Kevin, put it in the mail. I mean, I've got I got these cloth ones. They they look like fucking granny panties. See this? Does that even work, or is that just what you have? Uh, I mean, it works in a sense because I don't think if unless you're wearing one of those medical N95 masks, there's there's gaps. So like even like I got. This is the, the the blue surgical mask thing. Yeah. With the little pinchy thing. It kind of looks like a turtle shell. Yeah. Th- these these this is the one that I found in my closet cuz I bought these when the you know the fires were super close to my place in Studio City and it w- I was just breathing in tons of smoke all day. Um, but even these there's there's gaps around your nose and parts of your mouth. So nothing is really getting the job done unless you have one of those super legit N95 masks. This basically is just, if I have the germs, I have less of a chance of spreading them to you. I don't necessarily think it's saving me from any germs. Correct. But if everybody's wearing them, then everybody's stopping the spread of their own germs. So as long as you're covering your nose and mouth, you're, you're doing something. You, Jeff, might even be doing better wrapping a shirt around your head than I am with that cloth mask. Well, that's good to know, I guess. It's pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, I sure hate it. Everything about uh, this sucks dick. I was. Th- this is I supposed to be my last week of work before getting a two-week vacation. I was going to... I had a trip booked to New Orleans with my mom and my sister and my brother-in-law, and then... Uh, I was going to fly back here to L.A. and have, like, more time off before I had to go to work and just drive to Big Bear and go snowboarding during the week. And uh, yeah, this, vacation canceled. Gonna, I'm going to be working. I was going to take a 
10 day uh, trip to upstate New York um, to, to visit my mom. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, see some homies, watch, you know, watch, Yan- go, to, go to a Yankee game, watch some basketball with my buddies. When was that supposed to be again? It was going to be February, I think, or not February, uh, April 15th to, I guess, the 25th, some, something like that. I forget. I canceled the trip, though. So yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you, but um, I took a whole bunch of time off of work to make this trip, so I was able to get the time that I requested off back on, so I can get paid. Um, and you know, I mean, I my work has been steady, so I guess I'm lucky in that sense. You know, uh, I don't have too much to put up, too much negative in my quarantine things. Just the uh, normal shit everyone could bitch about. So Shuddy. Uh, do you feel safe at work? I, yeah, I'm, I don't feel like we're unsafe. No, oh. I have no, I don't have any issue with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm ready to just, let's get this going. Check ball. Let's open the gym back up. I mean, I am like very nervous about how life is going to be reopened in California. Um, I think you know, I don't... we should, we should be worried everywhere. I feel like everything is going to be different. Everything like possibly permanently, which is such a fucking bummer. I thought this was going to be like a two week snow day and then everything goes back to normal. It's now yeah. week six. Fuck. Right. Yeah. I just wonder like, uh, yeah. How the like democracy and all this breaks out or, or what, um, how one side of an issue this is, you know, like the whole reintroducing things or reopening things with half occupancy and having all these regulations for, you know, safe distancing and stuff like that. It just doesn't seem feasible to me in New York city or LA. Like, how do you, how do you tell a, a, a bar owner to only have half occupancy? How do you enforce such a thing? Yeah. Like I was I going no to New York idea. city bars when I was 18 that wasn't legal. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like I can't, I, I cannot see places in LA restaurants just being like, yeah, no, only half. We can only let half the people in. I, I mean, until there's like a, a cure, a treatment or a vaccine, it's probably going to be fucked. Right. Which is still I like guess a year I'm and a half away is, or so. Like, do all those people break the law? Or... No, they'll follow it. Half occupancy is better than no occupancy, Jeff. Right. Okay. So if they don't follow it, what happens? I'm sure they'll be fined and shut down. Yeah, which is why, you know, I feel like back in the, like when I was maybe 19 or 20, people still knew of bars in certain cities where you could get served. And I feel like that is probably not the case in in most big cities these days. Like, sure. if you serve one underage person, your fucking business goes under. Yeah. So if if the threat is big enough, I feel like people will go along with it. Like, if you if a bar, if you let in more than 50% occupancy and the penalty is losing your liquor license, then I feel like motherfuckers yeah. are going to snap into step on that. Yeah, I don't know. We, uh, we'll see. We'll see how all that plays out. Yeah. Uh... Well, <clears throat> I was kind of curious, speaking of, uh, of quarantine shit, did, 
Did either of you guys happen to catch Post Malone's Nirvana tribute concert from his house? Nope. No, I meant to do that. What what was up with that? He did he live stream this from, on Instagram or something? What happened was so. Um, I mean, I, I I told this story quickly on Ellis today, so apologies to people that get bummed out when I double dip. But um, I think <laughs> it was Saturday night. I think I was I was about to go to bed. I had been drinking a little bit, and I was a little stoned. And I think it was like around midnight, and I was like, "All right, I'm I'm a little groggy. Time to go to bed." And I just went on my computer and checked Twitter real quick, and I saw Post Malone was like the top trending topic, and thought, "Oh my goodness, what did what did Post Malone do now?" Either if you're a a young star and you're trending out of nowhere, you either died or you said something stupid. That's usually how it goes. So I just clicked on it and like, "All right, maybe this is like a news story I can throw in in uh, our shared document for work." And go to bed, and then I just saw everybody tweeting about his Nirvana concert. So apparently he did a benefit, a live stream benefit for the World Health Organization, and just did nothing but Nirvana covers. And one of the tweets I saw when I clicked the hashtag just had a quick snippet of him doing that song School from Bleach. And I was like, oh my god, that, is this fucking real? This was incredible. Like, I couldn't believe it. He sounded awesome. And this is also coming off the heels of just freshly seeing that clip of, did you see the puddle of mud thing? I saw about five seconds of it on Facebook. <laughs> so I that, didn't see it, no. That was actually a SiriusXM performance. I guess for uh, one of the channels, they had Puddle of Mudded to do like an acoustic performance or some shit. And he decided to do a cover of About a Girl. And it was the pitchiest screechiest, weirdest rendition of a Nirvana song I'd ever heard. And it just went viral, and everybody was goofing on him and clowning on him. So when I saw like the Post Malone stuff, I'm not a Post Malone fan. I don't like the whole emo rap auto-tune shit. I just don't get it. And I'm, I've clowned him many times in the past, so I was ready for more Puddle of Mud. And it was sick. Oh, I yeah. couldn't believe it. It was so good. And I only saw like 10 seconds, and I was like... And then there was a link in the article, and it was like, hey, if you want to see the whole thing, it's still up. So I just went and I grabbed a bowl and some weed and my grinder. I stayed up until like 1.30. Like I, I watched the entire thing. It was like a 80, 90-minute set. I watched the whole fucking thing. Honestly, uh, Post Malone is super talented. And some of his music is all right. Some of his poppier stuff is better. Honestly, if he just stayed away from hip-hop... And tried to do like less rap, less hip hop. He would be awesome. Yeah, he's fucking sick, dude. I think he's covered. He's covered a few Sublime songs, like at concerts, and I've seen the concert footage of it. And it was really well done. No, Shuddy, you're a huge Sublime fan. Are yes. you? Do you like Post Malone at all? Not even slightly. Um, I, do you have any interest in watching this Nirvana thing? Because it None. might change your mind on him. Do you like Nirvana? Open. None. Do you like do you Nirvana? Not... What? Do you One like Nirvana? Time. I like Nirvana. Yes, I love Nirvana. Uh, the acoustic Nirvana out, al- not the acu- the the Nirvana Unplugged is probably is one of my top ten albums of all time. Hmm. All right. So why don't you have? 
Like you're that anti Post Malone, you won't even Correct. give it a shot. Correct. Well, I got some bad news for you, Shuddy. I'm gonna force you to listen to some of it. Shuddy, have you can... ever been surprised? Or are you the type of person who will be surprised and then? I can't hear you. Shuddy, like, Shuddy, you have to be a fucking professional and do a podcast. A I'm just fucking around, Jesus. Every now and then, you gotta give. I... I do see the, the the one thing that makes me even three percent interested in hearing it is that both Chris Novoselic and Courtney Love say that he killed it and give him props. So it definitely, you know, it can't be bad. I just I don't like Post Malone. I don't either. I don't like anything about him. I accidentally saw that that clip, and I was like, oh my goodness, I have to watch this entire fucking thing right now, even though I was on my way to bed. This is one of my favorite Nirvana songs. I even get pissed. It's not bad, right? Just open your heart. <laughs> yeah, open your heart to Post Malone, Shuddy. Try new things. I don't know. I and thought you know, that was awesome. I don't know that he's going to get 80 to 90 minutes of my time, but I might check some of it out. <laughs> yeah, see? Might. I can't guarantee it. I'm in the middle of a... Uh, Shuddy Boy Music Project again. Oh, what 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 is that? Do it's tell. much much <laughs> much smaller, much smaller than the Wu Tang one. Like I should be done with this in the probably tomorrow. Um, what are you doing, uh, a Hanson deep dive? We watched the the Beastie Boys story this weekend. Oh shit, nice, Shuddy. How was that? And it was amazing. I heard the documentary is awesome. Okay. It was fucking great. So I started listening to all the Beastie Boys albums in chronological order again. Because there are some that I just have refused to listen to ever again after the first couple of times I heard them as a teenager. Uh, Because they were so different from License to Ill and Paul's boutique that I just I couldn't get into them. So I have a couple questions. We got we got some stuff to unpack here. Okay. Apple Plus TV. Did you get it just for this BC Boys documentary? Or did no, you have I, I I went over this a couple weeks ago. We I joined so we could watch that fucking Jason Momoa show. C. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and I was gonna cancel it, but uh, this was on it, and I was so stoked to have it and be able to watch it. It was very good. How long is the documentary? Take your bull rip. It's all good. Two hours. 
Okay. All right. Two so hours. it wasn't a multi-parter, just a one a one. Just doc. the one thing. They go really deep on License to Ill, Paul's Boutique, Check Your Head, sort of deep into Ill Communication, touch on Hello Nasty, and then just kind of glaze over the rest and go right to MCA's death. They touch on Hello Nasty. Interesting. Yeah. I love Beastie Boys were one of my favorite like groups. Uh, I guess yeah, one of my favorite like artists growing up. I love the Beastie Boys. I loved um, License to Ill, Paul's Boutique, Hello Nasty. Ill Communication was one that I didn't listen to much. I would listen to the first half and then get ditch all the instrumental stuff. Didn't like Check Your Head. Really. Yeah, I would wow. check your head. That that's everybody is very surprised when I but when I listened to check your head, it might have been after Hello Nasty. So it was it's very different. I started listening to it today and realized I didn't give it a fair chance uh back when I was a teenager. Uh but I just I never really listened to it. So yeah, that's what I'm doing now is listening to the Beastie Boys stuff. Here's How my many question Beastie for you, Boys Shari. Documentary uh, dicks would you suck? Four seven five. Oh damn. Damn. Why right, did Je- uh Shuddy, why do they call it a live documentary? What does that mean? Because they did uh, I guess they did these show three nights of shows um in New York City. I I would assume it was last year. Um where MC, not MCA, Mike D and Ad Rock talked about being on the Beastie Boys in front of an audience and then had clips and pictures that I'm assuming were showing on the screen behind them, but were on the fort, you know, were broadcast through. So it was, I mean, they were reading from a teleprompter. They make jokes about it, but they, they did it in front. It wasn't like, interviews or stuff of them it was them just store telling the story did they cover them going from like extreme misogynist and chauvinist to like extreme like female women rights yes yes only a little bit like they went into great depths about knowing that they were assholes and they were being everything they were trying to make jokes about uh, on that license to ill tour and they brought up something uh, about how some interviewer after hello nasty and song for the man which is a you know about treating women right called ad rock a hypocrite for being the fight for your right to party guy who's writing a song like that and he said that he'd rather be a hypocrite than the same person forever hmm. yeah i mean showing evolution isn't necessarily yeah. hypocrisy jeff you look so Correct. majestic with those like jesus rays shining he really on does he's what the hell is going it, on it's Who? the golden hour for jeff yeah oh me yeah you look yeah, like yeah, you I, got, look- I got a lot of natural illumination in my uh, apartment <laughs> and with the sun going down it's got some it's giving me a sick vibe i there was yeah, like you- a purple aura around me for a second i was like wait a second this is tight yeah, you look you look like you just reached max health in a video game. 
<laughs> Damn right. I'm about to fire up a bowl. I'm excited. What, you're you're excited that you have Jesus Ray shining on you? A so little bit. I'm just celebrate with this whole podcast. Pick, I, you're gonna have to post this pic on the Instagram that I just sent. Oh, don't worry, Shuddy. I already I already took a screenshot. Just, but oh, look yeah. at the one that I said. This one oh. is like this is headshot quality, and I just took a picture of the laptop screen. Like Jeff. Oh man. Jeff's here to fuck your bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's your girlfriend. The dragon with his Jesus aura is coming through. Hey, do you perform cunnilingus on your girlfriend? How's my <laughs> dick taste? Move over, guys. I'm here to fuck three girls at one time. <laughs> this is man. a great photo. So oh, wait, man. Apple TV is the only way you can see that fucking uh, Beastie Boys thing, huh? Correct. That's unfortunate. Dude, I'm, th- I'm going to do it. I don't just know, man. Just sign up for the trial, and then yeah. you, you can always cancel it. It's, I always it's forget. a week free. I'm doing fucking, like, I have Prime. I have Netflix. I have Disney+. Plus. Uh, I now have Shudder. Yeah, I think I forgot to uh, cancel that. So Dude, I also have Shudder that I'm paying for. I'm letting it ride. It's only like four or five bucks a month, and it's kind of sick. Right, but that's what Apple TV is, right? Isn't it five bucks a month? Yeah, something like that. Might be worth it. Hopefully, they stay locked. No, it's probably not going to work like that. But I don't know. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to watch the Beastie Boys. Do you watch? Have you checked out the morning? The morning, the morning show? show? No, I have not. But that is one that I'm interested in watching. And also, there's a show called Mythic Quest with Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia in it and it's about like uh dungeons and dragons type game cool man i bet nobody is recommended to me no one's trying to blow any of the npcs or or poop inside traps that's for sure there's no way it'll be as entertaining as an msph D &D adventure our our weekly dungeons and dragons games that i'm playing with dom and mark in them are starting to rival uh, ours in the the interesting things that happen because Dom is always trying to do a wrestling move to the bad guy. <laughs> always, always. At, at one point in a game, he uh, he was trying to get a doomsday device like the Legion of Doom did going. Oh my <laughs> we god! Had, <laughs> we had to explain to him that in turn based role playing. Uh, it was it worked a little bit differently, and two characters could not. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Dom, you can't do a stone cold stunner to the demon. So it's so who's the it, dungeon yeah. master? Uh, our friend Brad. The Brad I know. Yes. Yep. From the squids. From the squids. All right. When did you guys start doing that? Quarantine. Oh. I mean, wait, are you guys connecting over Skype or are you breaking the quarantine? No, we are doing Google Hangouts. Nice. Uh, Safe yeah, and responsible Dungeons and Dragons. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I put in HDM. There's a, a website called Roll20 that will have like the maps and stuff and show movement and stuff like a game board. So I just hook up the HDMI cable to the laptop and have that on the computer, on the TV. And 
the Hangouts on the laptop. But we started doing it uh, just after the quarantine started. So are, is it every every Hangout a new mission, or are you guys... No, we are one doing game? one of those long, long campaigns. Campaigns, right? That's yeah. A, that's the word I was looking for. Oh, man. Well, I've been, I'm still doing these like uh, weekly fucking Zoom calls with my family. Like the one where I, I started laughing at Jeff getting beaten up by Ronald McDonald and turned out I was laughing as my grandma was telling a story about my elderly uncle falling and hurting himself. And those are, those are wild. My family doesn't like to let anybody else talk. So <laughs> picture a Zoom conference with like a decked out Brady Bunch grid with four, 14 people all yelling at the same time. And I'm just sitting there like, hmm. I just got, all I got to do is I, I got to wait for these 14 people to tire themselves out so I can go back to playing Final Fantasy. Is there like a time limit on the Zoom call? Uh, one by one, people start losing their patience, and they're like, oh, oh you guys are breaking up. Gotta go. Boop, boop. <laughs> Why can't you do that? Why can't you be like, oh, shit, I forgot I have something to do for work. I feel bad. But, I don't know, they, we do different games every time. Somebody found out how to make Family Feud go, so we split into teams and we played Family Feud. Uh, oh, man, I wish I saved the picture, too, because th- we did Pictionary this time. So my sister texts whoever is drawing their word. And then my brother-in-law will hold up his phone to the camera with a counter going. So the drawer who gets the text has 30 seconds to draw their thing. You hold it up to your camera, and then everybody has 30 seconds to write their guess down. I got chin as my word. I'm like, oh, pfft. It's fucking easy. I'm just going to draw a crude face and accentuate a chin. I'm just going to make a big chin. Halfway through drawing the chin, I was like, hmm, better make it a butt chin so people know what it is. But I made the crease too high. So it just looked like a head, a man's head, stuck on two big fat titties. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody guessed like cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bummed I threw it out. It was it was awful. I was so ashamed of myself, but I couldn't stop laughing because everybody kept getting easy shit. And I was like, all right, well, I'm, I'm glad I was able to throw some fucking challenge in this and make it a game. But yeah, that's that's been my like weekly quarantine commitment, I guess you could say. You're doing your D&D. I'm doing Zoom. Jeff, do you have any rituals that have come out of quarantine? Well, I mean, I'm taking care of this dog. No, I mean, I'm still working. I'm same old, same old. I, I guess no rituals. I'm having an issue with my whole water dispenser situation. That's fucking annoying. Why? You mean so, your faucet? No. No, I mean a water dispenser that your I bought. Your toilet? No. Where'd you buy it from? Amazon. I told you guys last week I thought that they sent me one email saying that the, it's on the way, and they sent me the other email saying they sent me excuse me, another email saying that they can't ship to California. Um, it turns out that they can't ship to California, and I never got that water dispenser. <gasps> Although that same company shipped me an American flag. 
I'm a little confused. For free? It's, or th- they charge you for it? No, I got a refund. And they mailed me an American flag today. I don't really get it. It literally, I, I just got the mail before I connected with you guys on Skype. And I pulled it out of the package. Like, what the f- American? What the fuck is this? I don't know. There was no note in it. There was no receipt. There was no nothing. I, it was weird. Just an you? American flag. Just an American flag. Yeah, fold it up. Here you go, fuckface. Drink this. I love America. So great. Thanks. I, don't, I mean, whatever. Thanks. I don't know. I'll put it up in my room or something. But so I bought a Primo one, one that you suggested, uh, mm-hmm. Shuddy. Um, the problem is finding fucking gallons of water. And so my brother. Why is that a problem? Because like, they're where... all sold out. Okay. You, some places it, you can buy your own empty water jugs and refill them at pla- at some, certain places. Yeah, we did that uh, with Walmart, but they're like screw tops and they're not like the puncture tops that the Primo works for. Okay, so you didn't get the one that I have. You got one of the top loading ones? Yeah. Okay, well then, yes, that makes it more difficult. So, all right. Oh, man, I was confused. So the bottom loading ones, you can just put in... There's like the, a hose that goes in the bottom, I'm assuming. Oh, my God. Yeah, so what comes out at, on the bottom, it, on the bottom loading ones, it comes with a tube that's connected to a plastic, like a long plastic tube that has a cap on it, and then you just slide that into the water bottle and it seals on top and you have this tube that runs down to the water bottle. And then there's a, you know, a pump that pumps it out of the water cooler. It's not gravity fed. Mother, motherfucker. There's even a hole you can stick your dick in and it'll suck it. That's what I need. So now I have this fucking water dispenser with no water, no ability to get water. I went to Home Depot because on the Primo website, they tell you where all the locations that you can buy their, their Primo water mm-hmm. bottles. And they're, uh, the one was Home Depot. And they're all sold out. And there's a sign where they would be that says only one per customer because of the quarantine. Oh, they're, they're gone because of panic buying. Yeah. Yep. Fuck. So, like, so wait, we were Jeff. having that issue at first too, but luckily we had water bottles that we were, could fill. Jeff, right. Jeff, is yours yours is a top loading one where you have yep. to get the you have to bear hug the big one and turn it upside down. Yep. When you get your first one, can you please set up a camera and film you putting it on? I just have a feeling it's going to be a catastrophe. You're, gonna, You're like, an idiot. Dump it out all over. Oh, Dude, fuck. I grew up with one of these. I have one of these at my at my office. Like, You're sure, so, I'll, you, I'll set up the camera, but there's, I mean, I've done it millions of times. This is not going to be a catastrophe. Your dumbass would turn it into a catastrophe. My dumbass turns everything into a catastrophe. You want to hear? Know, what? You want to hear a catastrophe update? Of course. So remember when uh, I talked about over Christmas break? When I partied with Shuddy and our old college homies in King of Prussia, and I was making my world famous Mai Tais for everybody and hurt my hand because the cap of the cocktail shaker was fused. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, I was there. Four months in, my hand still fucking hurts. It's not getting any better. What the fuck? Hi. What? What could that possibly be? Tore a tendon. Okay. How can I be both at the same time? Two things that don't make sense together. A massive wuss and strong enough to rip my own tendons off. I wouldn't say that you're strong enough to rip your own tendons. It's that you're... (laughs) I would Your definitely not phrase it that way. Are so weak that they couldn't deal with a little bit of stress. That's how I would put it. Yeah, I was better. Oh come on! Like, why would why would I have more bitch ass tendons than you guys do? Because you're a pussy. I, yeah, how did you get gout? I don't. Know. <laughs> I kicked a couch, Jeff. Okay, I, I've kicked couches <laughs> aren't, before. Aren't too. you paying attention? <laughs> no, I'm. Did you it kick them barefoot? Like you're not paying attention. And, and, and like. not kick the soft part and only kick the support beam with your bare toe full speed? I think you're talking about an aggressive toe stubbing that should not lead to gout. I don't, those things should not correlate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, I don't understand how they do. Well, there is a difference between stubbing your toe really bad and full on wind up kicking something as hard as you can. Yeah, but I, I don't think gout should have been attributed to that. I think it should be attributed to your vagina. That's what I'm. That's what me and Shuddy are getting at here. Yeah, I'm gonna go crack open a beer. You, you've annoyed me. <laughs> go ahead, enjoy your Michelob Ultra. You pussy fart. I don't know. All I'm saying is, how the fuck could me just trying to unscrew a cap tear my tendon off, and will it ever get better? Fuck, I need Dr. Steve. without surgery. See, you're just half listening and playing Call of Duty and, and talking shit. No, you said, I, will it ever get better? And I said, not without surgery. Yeah, but you're that, just saying shit to say shit. And I'm also playing I, Madden now. I can't play Call of Duty while we record. But not really, Kevin. My buddy had like a, like a partially torn ACL. Um, that he would still like work out in. He would even play a little golf in, but he couldn't play full court basketball unless he got it repaired. And like every time he'd play a little bit of basketball or do any cardio, it really like it would really get strong on him and hurt. And he needed surgery. And that might be is it is it a hand or is it a finger? I'm confused. It's see, okay, here. This is my, my Oh hand. yeah. Yeah. That's that's that the bitch zone. That's if you're a pussy, you get that injured. Oh, that's... you were gonna say that no matter what I pointed to. <laughs> Not really. I mean, I mean, it would have been true no matter what you pointed to. That looks like an old woman, like, like that's where an old woman wears a cast because she was typing too much. You know, carpal tunnel. The two, <laughs> the two are you were scumbags. I, I'm I'm now actively wishing and throwing it out into the universe that I want something painful to happen to you both. And then I will uh, maybe, dance maybe on your face. Maybe once the Rona is done, you and your mom can go on another couple's retreat and get a massage for your, your pussy hand. Oh, maybe you can eat more boogers. Uh. Hey, they both work. Good joke, both you guys. Good job, guys. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Good job. <laughs> Those shutties was a little funnier. Oh, F you, Jeff. <laughs> Even though... Shuddy's advice led me to a poor 
water dispenser purchase. I should have just no. got what you had. You know? <laughs> I, I sent you a picture of the exact one I had. Don't even blame me for this. I didn't send you one that you bought. <laughs> you went with the less expensive model. Like a fucking idiot. Like a fucking dummy. Now I have to spend like, I don't know, like $90 on water bottles that I can refill just because. So essentially. You can buy the caps that you need off of Amazon, I believe, that will go on the top of the water bottles you have so you can top load them. Yeah, we got all three male clerks in this house working on that, and we can't get a con- – none of us can find an answer that suffices. No, it sounds confused. like a bunch of pussies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, real quick, why don't we uh, check You guys didn't the look very hard because there they are on – well, you can't see it. Are you talking about the caps? Yeah. Yeah, no, we know that you can buy them. We just don't know if it works for a screw-on. They'll just go right on top. It'll click right on. It should go right on. The cap should be the same size. All right. Yeah, Jeff, I'll do dummy. some more research. Well, I'll, I feel comfortable. Keep us updated. Yeah, I'll handle this by, before the next podcast. Uh, let's take a look in the emails. Uh oh, this one loosely involves Patreon. I swear on my life, I am not picking and choosing emails and only reading ones that mention Patreon. Yeah, that's just Kevin's trying to upsell you. <laughs> <laughs> I swear on my life. Uh, send in an email that's not about Patreon, and I'll prove it. I'll read it. Um, <laughs> A few but, months later. This one says, hey, guys, I just wanted to message after hearing Kevin say he's the weakest link of the $10 tier Patreon. I disagree. Um, uh, and I, again, I'm not uh, just reading this because he's, he's shouting me out. It, it does change its course um, halfway through it. He says, I'm enjoying all of your guys' efforts with the extra content for various reasons, but thought Kevin might, not, might like to know how much of a help the nerd hole is to me. I am an addict. I've struggled a lot with my active addiction for over 25 years. In the last five, I've been making some progress, but I've had some relapses along the way. Uh, I'm coming up on one year clean again this Saturday. Congratulations to you. Shout out. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats. When, how was it? Is it this coming Saturday, this past Saturday, Uh, one that's passed? Oh, this is actually an email from today. (laughs) Saturday, June. This, this coming Saturday, this coming weekend. Um, uh, where was I? Oh, here we go. Uh, last summer, while in a session with my therapist, she suggested that I find something to replace my drug obsession as a kind of reward for myself. At the time, I was watching Nerd Hole and was inspired to get back into comics. I had been away from them for over 20 years and sold my collection long ago for drugs. Though the inspiration sort of came to me through Kevin, kind of by coincidence, it doesn't make it any less valuable to me. Thank you, Kevin. P.S. I am just finishing Lock and Key, and it is so fucking good. I can only imagine he's talking about the comic and not the TV show. Because that sucked dick. Uh, but Yeah, that would be on topic, too. Uh, thanks you, thank you for the email, dude. I'm, I'm glad you're about to come up on your, your one year. And, you know, stay with it. And if the comics are helping, yeah. by all means. One, one day at a time. Yeah. Um, I... 
and I, I feel like if, if uh, I don't know, I know it's a very niche thing, and I'm one of the very few people that still reads comics all the time, but if anybody is stuck in quarantine and bored off their nuts or labias and you need some comics, it's comic recommendations, hit me up. I'm like a comic sommelier. I'm very also, good at fine-tuning my... Also, you can to me as well. Yeah, but Shuddy's just going to steer you in the wrong direction. Okay. Yeah. And he'll be very condescending on Twitter. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to give everybody a head start, I, I recently reread two DC comics that are just absolute fucking crushers that are recent ones. Deceased, which is if you want to DC's hear them more answer about to... It, uh, subscribe to the $10 right. Slack channel. How do I <laughs> hang up on Jeff and not Shuddy? <laughs> Uh, Deceased is basically their version of Marvel Zombies. It's all the DC characters in a zombie apocalypse, and it's fucking awesome and super gory and very well written. And the Harleen book, it's like a a DC black label book, so there's tons of swearing and shit. Uh, That's a reimagined, very serious take on the Harley Quinn origin story. That was of both of those were very good. I co-signed both of those. Yeah, so anybody looking to get into comics or need some comic recommendations, check those out. And if you need more, just fucking hit me up on social media or something, and I'll give you I'll give you tons more. Uh, and I think that might be the only new email we got since last week, guys. But we rifled through emails last week, huh? Yeah, <coughs> but I know we still got some more voicemails. Yay! Oops, is this turned down though? Oh, oh! I almost barfed. All right, let's check these out. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Uh-oh. Hey, boys, I'm going back to listen to a few of the uh, Patreon episodes there, and I'm on the one where Jeff's going to aggressively Canadian. Fat. What's that? This guy's aggressively Canadian. <laughs> oh, because he punctuates his sentences with there? <laughs> yeah. I was listening you, to your Patreon there. You can hear the Canadian in his voice. Oh, yeah. Aaron, I'm on the one where Jeff's talking about some OnlyFans. He's talking about this chick, Jem Wolfie. Looked her up. Super hot. I love the fact that Jeff has liked all her pictures that I saw. So, awesome. <laughs> uh, I like to beat off to what Jeff's beating off to there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll give you some spank bang tips. Don't worry, buddy. <laughs> I got one for you guys. Sometimes I like to give myself a stranger where I sit on my hand until it goes numb and then beat myself off. Yeah, maybe this this could be another uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff, whatever, addition to the $10 tier. I'll do Jeff Spank Bank. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I'll I'll talk sexy talk. I'll walk you through beating off. Yeah, (laughs) I'll I'll pull two Instagram models, two (laughs) porn stars. Uh,. Man, I would love to hear you ranking porn star buttholes like via snack attack. <laughs> now, if you see this one wrinkle in her anus right here, ah, uh, I don't really care for that wrinkle. <laughs> I call that a stink wrinkle, aka a stinkle. <laughs> I have to keep, you know, I'm pretty good with coming up with random names and nicknames for things. So yeah, yeah I probably would call it a stinkle or figure out a way to nickname a girl's uh, butthole wrinkle. I'd have to come up with a new grading system altogether. You wouldn't do one one to a hundred? No. No, it's gotta be fresh. 
I'll give this. Uh, I'll rank this butthole one out of seventeen. Uh, a fifteen point three. That's how unique it'll be. Yeah, there's it'll some of this butthole to, I can care like for. The ACT. It'll be like a one to thirty-four uh, scale. It looks like this anus has a couple extra bumps, and I didn't really care for those. Hence the point deductions. Yep, giving a uh, twenty-three. She she picked up points on the hue. Uh, but I'm I'm happy we could see eye to eye on that. I, did he did the the voicemailer leave his name? Well, I mean, there's we didn't even make it through half oh. of it. I want a motorboat, okay. Jim Wolfie. Her anus. Awesome. Sure. Uh, I got one for you guys to look at. It's on Instagram. Her name is Alex Zedra. She's a Twitch streamer. They actually based the Call of Duty character Mara off of her. She is. A dime piece. She's she's gorgeous. I'm I'm subscribed to her Patreon. Uh, yeah, highly suggest you look into her, Jeff. You won't be disappointed. Okay, have a good one, boys. Hey, (laughs) have a good one. Hey, there. Her name again? (laughs) I I don't know. I got to hear it again. Alex Pampernamps or something. It's on Instagram. Her name is Alex Zedra. She does. Alex Zedra. How do you? Is that like zebra with a D? That's what I think. Oh wait, yeah. Oh, I think I found her. I think yeah, I did too. Twitch. Okay, here I'll share it with you guys. Yeah, I'm looking at her right now. Oh, uh, you got it. Yeah, she's hot for sure, but yeah, she's not Jim Wolfie status. I mean, she. This looks like a fun Tuesday or you know, Wednesday, but she's definitely not a Friday or Saturday girl. For some reason, I feel like she can rip farts better than me. And I don't like that. I like her doing the the peace sign tongue out with the AK-47 point in the air. That's kind of hard. Yeah, I've noticed you're a big fan of that, Jeff. You like girls chewing on their tongues while giving peace signs. Well, Julia Rose does it, and it just never gets old. This girl's hot, but... Julia Rose is dead game- to me. The whole F video her. gamer thing just does nothing for me. I'm blocking her. I'm glad you turned down a job for her, Jeff. F yeah, Julia well, Rose. What's your anger? What are you mad about? I don't get it. Because she's dating that fucking chode. That Jake Paul? Yeah, one of the Pauls. I th- I read that he dumped her, but I guess I, it looks like they're back together. But Man, I just... like. That's Jeff the went whole... from being into the golden hour light to be sitting in almost complete darkness. Yeah. Sun's down. You've taken a real sinister turn, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah. This is where this he's like going to the... start to get rapey. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the one, one of the points about being like a perfect 10, smoking hot chick who's also successful and has lots of money, is you don't have to lower yourself and resort to dating fucking dickless chodes like one of the Paul brothers. Like some fake, talentless YouTube chode. See, Uh, here's my thing. I don't know anything about the Paul brothers. I just know that they're very successful and people hate on them. I I hate on them because I've seen their content. Like They're they're trying to be like jackass guys. And it is the like weakest attempt at jackass. It's like, hey, what's up, bruh, bruh? I'm your homie, Jake Paul. And today I'm going to get super nar nar stunty and hold my breath for 10 seconds. 
here we go. And then his friends are like, oh my God, he's been holding his breath for three seconds. He's fucking crazy. So can you reverse engineer their success at all? Is it? Do you think they're just real? Are they good looking dudes? Like I, look, I think Logan's good looking, right? I don't know about I mean, they're, Jake. They're jacked, but they both look like powdered toast man from Ren and Stimpy. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I don't watch much Ren and Stimpy, but I, I do. I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they both look like powdered toast man to me. Yeah. I don't know. I just and yeah, there. I'll fully admit there is something to it. Like uh, I don't think they have any talent, and it is. As somebody who's been working at their whole life and being in the entertainment business and trying to break through into various parts of it, and uh, I'm very harsh on myself, but I do, I'll give myself credit in some areas, and I do think I'm good at certain things, and it it is annoying seeing people with zero talent, and who, by all uh, means and purposes, seem like just straight up shitty humans to begin with, like... Just the stuff I've heard about those two guys makes me think they're both just cocksuckers. Yeah. Like, they're the type of people that, like, held down kids in high school and beat the fuck out of them and shoved them into lockers. And and then all the chicks still wanted to fuck them anyway, despite being scumbags. And Julia Rose is one of those chicks, huh? Yeah. Turns well, out she's I know just that another they're dummy. very successful. I, my thing is, <clears throat> she's not just a smoking hot girl. Um... Like, she's just not a perfect 10. It's like, she has her own business. She's successful in her own right. That's what I'm saying. She's she's yeah. s- smoking hot, and she's successful. Hence, that's like, if you're a super hot chick with nothing else going on, I could see maybe wanting to date one of the Paul brothers so, like, your your fame skyrockets or something, or, you, like, if, yeah. like, you're trying to make hustling moves. But, I don't know. I feel like that hurts her stock, being associated with those dick bags. I don't know. Yeah, like her whole shag mag thing, which is like her monthly Patreon subscriber digital magazine. She, I, I feel like that's what she hit me up about. But I don't know. She never replied back to my de- direct message. When you told so, her to smile more? No. Uh, oh. But no, she never, she never replied back. So I don't even know what sport or what she wanted me to write about for her, her, her publication. But. Yeah, she's not just like your random Instagram influencer who's super hot. She also, you know, does her own like sticky things and has the shag mag. So Does she still follow you? you? But I just don't want to be a hater. And it sounds like you're hating. Oh, I am. If, I admitted that. I do hate I mean, the Paul brothers. Yeah. So you were and, the one who sent me that text that sent that text at 1 a.m. Yeah. Kevin? Yeah. I thought that was Jeff. No, that was me. I was so annoyed. I was like. This is what Jeff thinks I want to be woken up to at 1 a.m., but it was you. You were the culprit. Sorry. I assumed it was you, Jeff. I apologize. It's okay because for- you didn't say anything to me, so it's fine. No, I was going to, but as I was listening to this story, I realized that Kevin was the one. Kevin's yeah. the flying the ointment. <laughs> Who wakes oh, yeah. up from texts at one a one a.m. like? Yeah, like I was just like dozing off, and it vibrated on the nightstand. So I won't refrain from texting at ten a.m. my time. Any the first the stupid thing that pops into my head, because it I don't want Kevin to wake up to something dumb. Oh, I don't mind. So you throw it in. Hey, it's a, it's a team. It's a group chat. All right, not no one man's feelings supersedes everyone else's 
Jeff, your background blurring effect on Skype is now making it look like you have a huge bald spot on the side of your head. It's like, I see that. It's like, sens- yeah. It looks like it's- I got nothing here. <laughs> it's censoring your hair and just making you look bald. You have your hair is thinning pretty, pretty, pretty substantially, bud. But it looks, yeah. Turn the blurring off. See if that affects it at all. Yeah, you don't the, have to. You don't have to give me. You don't have to. Be, it's 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 thinning pretty pretty good, bud. I don't need to hear that. I know it's thinning, dumbass. And you don't. It's not like you're breaking news to me, and I don't care that much. Oh man, I gotta send I'm you guys the screenshot. Happy that it's that it's coming back. Like a few years later, and that barber buzzes my hair. It might never come back, and I'm worried about that. I don't know if that's how hair works. All right, how, wait. How do I affect the blur? How does hair work? There's an option that you can turn off the background blur. But man, yeah, it, I don't care. Whatever. We'll it's really focusing my... on this one section of your head. Yeah, it's like right here, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's hair. I'm touching my hair. I can. I know. Feel it, but it looks bold. Right. I don't know what's going on. All right, lights are going back off. I'm Enough fucking. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta fucking. Uh, all right, this is gonna take a second. I'm gonna start this voicemail. Hey guys, it's Wade from Naramata, BC, Canada, calling again with another two-parter. Wow, that was a mouthful. What did he say? This is Wade from. Yeah, hey, I think BC, he repped Canada. Gifa I thought Pwampa. he said like a gang name and then said BC Canada. I gotta hear that again. Oh shit. Hey guys, it's Wade from Naramata, BC, Canada, calling again with another two-parter. Damn. Uh, first yeah. one is a would Jeff suck a dick? So my question there is: Would Jeff rather suck an immaculately clean dick for five minutes, not to completion, or go down on a beautiful woman, uh, you know, for yeah, another five minutes that is totally uh, has her like vagina totally glazed, another dude to come? Oh, so Jeff, let me know what you think on that one. Oh, wow. Wait, okay. Oh shit! Oh. I I legit was like, wow, this guy is really asking Jeff if he would rather suck a dick or go down on a woman. And then when he came, when he hit with that, like, but the vagina is covered in cum. Part man cum. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> man cum. Yeah. So you have to suck a dick, a, a very clean penis, for five minutes, not to complete. Very clean. <laughs> Not to completion. Yeah, Clorox wipe and everything. Lick a vagina completely <laughs> glazed with another man's jizz. Oh, Wade. Fucking great question. Wow, yeah, this was a good this was a good one. <laughs> See, like the sucking like the, the the whole what is the the putting the phallic shape, in this case an actual penis, in my mouth. And then that guy nutting in my mouth. I, the whole thing sucks, but it's just like the feeling the guy making the guy's day in my mouth really is a bummer. Like that's the biggest thing that stresses me out about the, these scenarios. The taste of man cum and knowing that it's man cum will suck. It'll suck. Do I see? Do I watch him cream pie her? He didn't say that. So we don't know. We'll just assume I'm getting the sloppiest of seconds. Honestly, the sloppiest of seconds. 
and I'll eat I'll eat the vagina. I'll work around it to come. Wow. I didn't know you were a fucking cum eater, Jeff. <laughs> Weird. Oh, Weed. Weed Good job. You. Really put me in a no win situation. Oh, yeah. There. He fucking trapped Yuki you. boy, the cum licker. I thought he that was, was a... breaking the rules. I thought it was going to either be like a, uh, I can suck a clean dick for five minutes or a dirty dick for 10 minutes or something like that. I'm like, that's cheating. No, but I thought it was going to be uh, suck a clean dick or lick a dirty vagina. But he hit you with a fucking cock-sucking, cum-licking Kobayashi Maru, or whatever that thing is from Star Trek. Yeah, very technically within the rules, and very disgusting. Well yeah. done, Wade. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then that was only the first half of his... I fucked up. I accidentally closed no. it. What is this? So Jeff, let me know what you think on that one. Yeah, Wade. And then my other one is a random brain question. Yes. And that is, on an umbilical cord... When a mother gives birth, at which point could you sample that skin for DNA? And at what point is it the child's DNA and what point is it the mother's DNA? I have no idea what the hell that would uh, have for an answer, but you guys debated. Let me uh, hear what you guys got going on. Once again, thanks for all the uh, content you guys are pumping out. It's always a pleasure. I uh, drive around a lot for work and listen to you guys the whole way through. We look forward to it every week. You guys have a good one and uh, take care. Oh, Listen, thanks, Wade. Ra- uh, Wade, excuse me. <laughs> uh, funny, actually. I know you're Canadian. You don't know what Roe v. Wade is, but I don't feel like going into that right now with you. <laughs> that's yeah, what that's I was like a random like, brain question. I was is. like, man, are we getting hit with like a pro-life random brain question? What is this? <laughs> yeah, Wade. He's, no, he is he the just, Wade in Roe v. Wade. No, no. no. The, I think you're misunder- maybe misunderstanding. He's just like when the baby is attached to the umbilical cord, whether it's, you know, in the belly or after birth, what part of the umbilical, is it like, okay, is it like when salt water and fresh water meet and at some point in the middle, the DNA switches from being mom's DNA to the baby's DNA? Okay, so the first question I have is, what is an umbilical cord? It's what attaches the baby. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just to, kidding. I'm just okay. Kidding. Sure you are. I just uh, want to clear something up. Like, despite the name of the show, Wade, you know we're not scientists, right? <laughs> uh, when, at what point of nurturing or nurturing the fetus? <laughs> does the fetus get its own nutrient? No, no. Nutrient. I- Physically, nutrient. What is the word? I say halfway up. Actually, no. I say it's a, it's like candy caned. It's like a ribbon I of half baby, half mom that ribbons through. I say the whole umbilical cord is mom's DNA. Oh yeah, for sure. That's all. Yeah, mom. and what? Yeah, and then the baby's DNA is on the baby. Like it's not halfway up the umbilical cord. Half of the umbilical cord is the baby's DNA, yeah. and half is the. Where? Where are you understanding umbilical- this now, Jeff? Yeah, Thank where you. on the umbilical cord is the, be- the baby's jurisdiction? I got yes. you. Yep. Uh, hmm. Where does the baby's personal space begin on the umbilical cord? Well, A, uh, Wade, I don't give a fuck. B, uh, no, I don't, I don't know. I, that is as random of a brain question I, as I feel like I've ever heard. I don't... Mm, I'll, yeah, I think the whole umbilical cord it belongs to the mother. To mom. 
Yep. Yeah. Because it has to. The kid doesn't grow the umbilical cord. It grows its fucking body <laughs> and organs and stuff. I think that's how that's how science works in this case, right? Sure. <laughs> All right. Let's 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 sneak another one in. What's up, Mad Fantasy Party Hour? Just started listening. This guy sounds like he's on 60 Minutes and informing on a drug cartel. Like he's just a shadow yeah. in the room. <laughs> yeah. And his voice is altered a little bit. Yeah. We don't. We're not. We're not. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Jeff's getting all emotional and shit. <laughs> I packed some moon rocks into my bowl. Oh, boy. So I'm going to go a little lost in the Patreon episode. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Play it out. For a whole podcast here just about a week ago. All right. I'm going to start this over because I can't understand what he's saying. He played Cornhole a week ago? Or is he like informing on um, El Chupo? El Chapo? What's up, man? Fantasy Party Hour. Just started listening to the For a whole podcast here just about a week ago. Because I caught up on just about everything else and just got to the episode with uh, Jeff coming in. For the first time while I was at work today and got to the second one right now, I was hanging out after work and uh, Big Mike brought up the subject of... Uh, oh, I finally put it together. He's talking about listening to the glory hole and hearing Jeff's first appearance. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really remember it. I remember who was there, but I don't... Okay, well, go ahead. And Jeff which Jeff seemed very opposed to talking about. I was just wondering if we could get a re-delving into that story now that we have stories of the goat and so forth on the show. Anything would be funny. Hell yeah. Love the content, guys. You're awesome. Thank you. Thanks, dude. Um, <coughs> I don't do know, you know what he's talking A story about? with Big Mike. I don't know. Hold on. Maybe. Big Mike Probably a brought up story. the subject of... Uh, Asian twins and Jeff, which Jeff seemed very opposed to. Oh. Asian twins? <laughs> These we were we partied with Asian twins in in college, and right after they're like we're friends with my old roommate, and they used to always come to our college parties. I don't, but I don't remember the specific story that I was gonna tell. I know I know the story what he's was I blew now, both I of them. Like, I don't know the specific story that I was going to tell on the podcast. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, fun bit of MSPH trivia for those who don't know. That's how Jeff came to join MSPH. I heard him on The Glory Hole with Rob Sprantz. Rob Sprantz is the one who got us brought into the whole network and hooked me up with a list of all the stuff I needed to buy to get this podcast going. He got us, he got me hooked up with the link to get this new presonus that got us back on the air after the fucking last one crapped out and we had to take a couple days off. And then I heard Jeff as a guest on the glory hole and I texted Rob and I'm like, man, that dude Jeff was funny as fuck on your show. And then he texts me back. He's like, Hey, well you should hit him up cause he's moving out to long beach. I literally didn't. You've told me that a few times over the years, many times, and I didn't believe you for like the first like four or five years. 
Really? I just thought you were like, maybe not. I don't know. Loser's too strong. But I just thought you had no friends and no one who wanted to do the podcast with you besides Shuddy. So so you were just telling me what I wanted to hear so I'd hang out. I didn't actually think you thought <laughs> it was funny. I just thought you had no one else to ask. I was like, all right, yeah. No, I mean, aside from the... Before Shuddy joined full-time... You know, I was pulling anybody in who would just come and talk to me so it wouldn't just be no, an hour that, of me yeah. talking to myself. But I wasn't, after Shuddy joined full-time for every episode, I wasn't, like, desperate to get more people in. But I did find that you were very funny and added a lot to the show. I was like, all right, well, let's make this a trio. Let's make this I a will. I was very against it from the moment I heard about it. For years, I just thought you were... Bullshit about that. But I, I felt like I, I knew you. I knew you weren't. You weren't pro Jeff Clark originally. I very much acted like a child whose uh, divorced dad is now dating a woman with another kid. <laughs> I I treated you very much lo- like in Step Brothers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, no, I hear you. I was like, <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? Why are we? Why does he have to be here? <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. But I, I knew I was going to wear you down, just and like the audience. This is how things so, have changed. Now, I also agree with Shuddy Boy, and I'm constantly wondering, what the hell is this guy doing here? <laughs> I knew I was going to wear you guys down, or wear you down eventually, Shuddy, and the audience. A lot of the listeners uh, have said or have left a voicemail or email over the years. Even, I think Bando told me, Oh, how at much they Vegas. hated you at the beginning? Yeah, like uh, a lot of them like, yeah, I feel just... so vindicated and was like, he's not going to be able to last. He's not going to be able. Kevin's going to have no choice but to get rid of him. I just have to hang out and hold on. It's all. Wait, this is you old... found out that I was hated originally? Yeah. <laughs> nope, not going to work. I feel <laughs> comfortable being hated. Actually, that's. <laughs> I've caught that over the years. I've caught that you're, you're, you love being the heel. Yeah, I'm I'm down for it. I mean, it serves I, I, everyone well, really. I get that because, like, it's like if you're, it's kind of like in, uh, I don't know, the the first example that's popping up in my head is like, remember on Married with Children when they tried to spice things up by adding a new kid? <laughs> yeah, his name was like Seven or something. Yeah, he was, like a, was like, he was a blonde kid, right? Yeah, it was like, who the fuck is this guy? You don't get to just waltz into my favorite TV show and and established dominance what what are you doing here so like when you're so accustomed to a podcast and a, and a new voice joins on it's a you know a big shift in you know the formula and stuff so i could see initially people being like hey how'd this guy get in here i didn't approve this yeah for sure but That's... luckily your your scumbaggery paid off jeff and you that that's shit that's a <laughs> trick is when people tell me like, oh, I remember you joining Mad Scientist Party Hour. It's like, damn, you've been a fan that long. Like, that's awesome. That's the coolest, honestly, is when someone remembers the show without me. It's like, no shit. All right. Yeah. That did happen, didn't it, you motherfuckers? Uh, okay, let's do, let's do one more. Fuck, it's hot. Hey, guys, this is Michael Walters from Corpus Christi. I love your show. Uh, wanting to... Man, not many voicemail callers are that informative. I thought that guy was going to start dropping his phone number and social security number. 
gave his fucking no, full government name. Him. That was awesome. I'm Matt, not. I'm not. I'm saying that's 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 awesome. Matt from Corpus Christi, Kevin. That's a Texas area. Oh, that's a Texas town. Shut up, Jeff. Hey guys, this is Michael Walters from Corpus Christi. I love your show. Would uh, wanting to sign up for <laughs> Patreon. Just one quick question. Okay, I did not know he was going to do this. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Do, am I able to sign up on my phone and have the Uh-oh. screen off while still listening to the content? I've oh, boy. I've heard some feedback on that. And also, kind of wanted been listening to your show for a long time, listened to at least every episode three times. Kind of want to know what happened with the breakup between Kevin and the breakup between Jeff. With our girlfriends? Michael, you are not privy to that information, A. And B, uh, I don't even have any of that information off air. I am just as in the dark uh, as everybody else is. Wait, I never told you why me and my ex broke up? Correct. Which one, I, you heartbreaker? Uh, you know, I never asked. Like, it's not if you wanted to talk about it, I figured you would both would have said something to me. Uh, My shit's simple to talk about. I mean, it's just we're just different people. We grew in different directions, and it was kind of time to call it quits before we hated each other. Yeah, and tried to build any more roots, you know, which would have ended up just for a tougher split in the long run. But I mean, there's nothing, you know, no salacious or intense details. Just that was just kind of it. Yeah, mine's just as boring. There was yeah. no, there was no like betrayal. There was no fighting. There was yeah, no I cheating. Yeah, I fucked all of her friends. But <laughs> like whatever. I, I figured that if there was anything like that, I would have. Yeah, it was been just. Told. Yeah, Jeff Honestly, and I were. Oh, my screen. We talk. Black. The three of us talk enough that if it, there was anything. Uh, it would have come up. Right. And Michael, like, you know, we love you. We love the Puminati. If it was a good story, you would have heard it. It's yeah. not a good story. It's not. <laughs> it's it's pretty much like marriage story, but way even more boring because there's no kid. Yeah. And no assets or to split. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing yeah, there's nothing to split. So it's uh <laughs> it's just a clean break. Uh, all right. Well, hey, if um, we got a couple more in the in the the stockpile, but if you want to call in to voicemails, yeah, just call 201-472-0139, and uh, we'll talk to you. I know everybody's everybody's cooped up. Quarantine is driving everybody nuts in, in their own unique ways. So if you need somebody to talk to, you're going stir crazy. Just fucking hit us up. Send a voicemail. We'll bullshit bullshit with you via podcast downloads and shit. You can also send your emails to madscientist at riotcast.com. So uh, before we go, I should say we do a re- an in-depth, spoilery review, one of our longest Easter eggs yet, uh, where we review the new Netflix Chris Hemsworth movie, Extraction, in great detail. Um, should we give our dick-sucking scores just so people that want to watch it... a teaser... It, yeah, just three point two five. I was a four dicker. Four point eight five. Fucking masterpiece movie of twenty twenty thus far. <laughs> Check it out. So there you go. If you want to watch it and then listen to the rest of the Easter egg to catch the review, uh, by all means, go ahead, friend. 
So wait, are we bouncing? Yeah. Are we are we bouncing? Yeah. Okay, no. All right. Brian, I was do you have something you got to throw out there? No, I was looking for Dom's MSPH Wrestling 3, but that's... I have it. Not, it's not this Saturday. It's next Saturday. Yes, right? it's May 9th, 8 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash domv311. Uh, a couple of <laughs> things have been announced already. Oh. Uh, we've There have been some new... Uh, wrestlers signed to the promotion. Yeah, have, Dom fired some people. That a few awesome. have been fired. Um, let's. The first match is going to be, a, or not the first match. The first announced match is an uh, f- eight man match. What the fuck is it called? Sorry, I, I wasn't sure we were so wasn't. A, I failed. You okay, Shuddy? Let's just say that. <laughs> Shuddy's short-circuiting. Yeah, really am. Dog. How the fuck am I in February text messages from Dom? What the fuck did I do? Oh, boy. Well, while Shuddy Boy's getting his ducks in a row, you can hear All me right, here it is. on an episode uh, of Doug Loves Movies. It's not the most recent one, but it's one of the most recent ones. Download that, Doug Loves Movies. What's up, Shuddy? Uh, it's an eight-man ladder match uh, featuring Dominic, Spat, Big Sexy, Voice of God Mike, Bonesy, Don't Die, Ginger and Juice. Oh, my God. And Clowny Hair. Oh, my God. Fucking Clowny Hair, the wild horse. Yeah. And then uh, the Dom at 2 p.m. today posted a roster update. Uh, the Game of Thrones cast will re- be reuniting at MSPH Wrestling 3 as Arya Stark, The Hound, Jon Snow, Daenerys Targaryen, Jamie Lannister, and Tormund Giants Bane have all signed with the company. Blade, The Easter Bunny, Nicki Minaj, Michelangelo, <laughs> Freddy Krueger, and Frosty the Snowman have all been released from their contracts. MSPH Wrestling Management wishes them the best in their future endeavors. And then... Just Wait. recently, uh, sorry. I was just gonna say I'm. A little, I was a little bummed out about Michelangelo being fired or released from his contract. Um, I feel like we need to get Sandor's brother, the Mountain, also in there. I don't know if if he's capable of that. And in regarding the eight man ladder match, he, there's some Puminati elite there that he created characters for. Did he coordinate with them via Slack? Like, uh, I think he that, created or he just... them on his own, and he has told he has mentioned in the Slack that they are welcome to contact him if there's anything specific they would like their character to be. You know, anything specific for their character. All right. Well, that's going to be worth catching. So it's going to be. It's going to be another. It's going to be four matches again. One of them will be the Rumble. One will be this eight man. Ladder match for the um, official Mad Scientist Party Hour Money in the Bank. Um, has designed a Money in the Bank case for us. Uh, and then there's two new <laughs> championships that are going to be announced that he also created. Sweet. Um, and the winner of the match will have a chance to go against Skeletor. will have a contract that they can use to win the Universal Championship against Skeletor or... 
a championship that he has not announced yet. All right. Exciting stuff to look forward to, friends. Uh, I can't wait for MSPH Wrestling 3. <laughs> and if you need oh, more shit. Mad Scientist Party Hour in your life, <laughs> you can sign up uh, for our Patreon at patreon.com slash Hour. Once you subscribe, you get access to everything we've put up there in that tier, so you're not missing out. You can catch, you catch yourself up on hundreds of posts there. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. Oh, follow my at Fade the Media, my, my other podcast. Check that out. And you can also follow at MSPH Podcast. Uh, I already did the voicemail, yay, and fucking email and shit. So I think that's about it, unless Shuddy Boy has some breaking nope. Shuddy news. Nope, that was all I had uh, to throw in at the end there. Word. All right, thanks for listening, friends. But until next time, oh, something. One, two, three. Oh, boy. Oops. Check, check. Check, 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 check. Let's see how loud I can get this motherfucker. Okay. Let's get Tweedle Poop and Tweedle Queef. Oh, boy. This going to work. Ooh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Who is the only person in the call? Ring the group. Check, check, check. Big media reaction. What's up? Yo, Shuddy. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Fuck yeah. Oh, man. Is that two weeks in a row? It worked on the first try? Two weeks. Holy shit. Things are turning up Millhouse. Fucking pussy. Oh, God. What video game are you playing now? Are you Tetrising? Call of Duty. You're playing Call of Duty, huh? Well, I was just until we were ready. I mean, the this round is all, just ended, so. No, I didn't know. I I remember you saying that the install for Call of Duty was like 110 gigs or something insane like that. Yep. I didn't know you had fully immersed yourself. Man, Jeff, you you froze in a great uh, picture to freeze that. Damn it! I was just about to take a screenshot and you fixed it. Well, that's not any more flattering that <laughs> that view is. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Why are we doing this on your phone, Jeffrey? I don't think Jeff went into this with much of a plan. Man. I turned my heat off two minutes ago, and I'm already sweating. Or I turned my AC off, I mean. Holy fuck. It is warm here. Woo! Can you hear me? No, you idiot. The microphone isn't in, in your phone.
Your phone mic is what's picking you up. You shouldn't be doing that. Why aren't you using your laptop like you've done every other time? I want to try this instead. Jeff, I know you've been partaking in OnlyFans, but have you started performing there yet? No good. Oh, I'm no just good. Suck my own dick. Oh no. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna talk shit, Jeff. It's been me too many Give me times. One second. Don't get frustrated. Oh. Okay. Why would he wait to do this now and not be like, hey, can anyone, I want to do try something new? What the fuck is he even trying to do? Uh, I don't know. He's gone, right? Yeah, he's gone. Off to the land of sniffing dudes' farts. Bye, Jeff. <sighs> oh, 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 oh. Well, while we're... Waiting for Jeff to come back. Jeff, how are you? Or, pff, Shuddy, how are you enjoying um, Call of Duty? I really like... I've gotten pretty good at it uh, in the quarantine. <laughs> Have <clears throat> I mean, were you a previous Call of Duty player? I mean, I've played them since the first Modern Warfare on and off, but... I have not played one ever this much, I don't think. Holy shit. Are you doing the um, the Battle Royale? Warzone, no. I'm just doing regular old multiplayer. What is that? Four on four? or? It depends on the game mode, but six on six usually. Okay. It's been so long since I've played Call of Duty. Oh, man. <clears throat> MJ, Dad's being funny. Not playing ball. Was that your grinder? No, that is MJ chewing on this dog ball. It's it's supposed to squeak, but they've destroyed it already, so it doesn't... It looks kind of like a fun ball. I would play it with is. that, and I'm not a dog. Yeah, I mean, it's about tennis ball size. It's rubber and hollow. It would be good for playing uh, red butt with. Red butt, huh? Or what did you call it? When you'd throw the ball against the wall, and it would bounce back, and you'd have to catch it and rethrow it, and if you bobbled it, you had to run against the wall. Oh my god, I don't know. We call the asses up. Okay. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. I think we called it asses up too, but I don't think if, I didn't put if, much time. If in you there. didn't get back to the wall in time, you had to stand against the wall and someone could light Hand, you up. Yep, hands on the wall, no looking, and yep. you gotta pull your pants down, give a predator, and hope that the ball doesn't go straight up your asshole. Hope for Dude, the best. I watched like a uh uh I want to call him a nerd, even though I was a nerd, but I, I guess I was better at sports. But uh, like uh, a negative athletic nerd pretty much cry when he had to go against the wall because we had our starting pitcher, like one of our starting pitchers 
fired at him. And it looked like it sucked. He acted like a bitch uh, up in, beforehand, but man, it was it was like honestly one of the funniest things I've seen in high, uh, like in high school gym. Funniest thing I saw, actually, this might have been middle school, but my buddy was doing pull-ups, and he got a boner, and it popped out the bottom of his shorts. And he was, from that day forth, known as Boner Boy. Of course he was. Yeah. Hello, I'm gay. See, you got off easy. You were Shuddy Boy in high school. Yeah. You didn't have to be but Boner I also, Boy. I mean, my best friend is the one that gifted me with that nickname so you know <laughs> i'm sure if phoner doing fucking pull-ups that's ridiculous i don't know i think we were like in seventh or eighth grade so like i mean you get nrbs as we call them no reason boners at the drop of a hat like you could just be sitting there doing your schoolwork. you get a boner and it's almost like the teachers know and they're like oh kevin why don't you come up and draw uh, do this math problem on the blackboard in front of the class. And you have to do that weird hunched over walk where you stick your ass out and hope that forms enough of a tent in your pants to hide your penis. But in gym class? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm just playing devil's advocate here, trying to make excuses for him. Maybe the, with the, the rate he was doing pull-ups, the head of his penis was rubbing against his gym shorts, and that was stimulating, and it gave him a boner. Did you have co-ed gym? Yeah. yeah. Did you not? No. Man, that's a bummer. I saw I got, I got some good stuff for the Spank Bank from gym class. No, I prefer non-co-ed gym. Although it was a bummer when I was in grade school, and we did the thing where you have to hold someone's feet while they do sit-ups and this chick farted right in my fucking face i did that to my friend and i had no shame about it because there's no chicks there <laughs> <laughs> well there's uh, a plus yeah no i liked having uh just all boys gym class i mean we could play a little rougher like basketball and football and shit you know you didn't have to worry about hurting a girl dodgeball was fucking sick <laughs> Asses up. You couldn't play that with girls. Like, I don't know. I never played that much asses up. It was mostly dodgeball or foursquare. That was something that we played in elementary school. We didn't play it in middle school or high school. We did it when it rained. <clears throat> and it was just, it was a way for like sanctioned bullying. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, I was, I was just good at not, uh, not standing out, not getting bullied. I was, I was never doing the bullying, but like, yeah, we would only play it when it rained and it was just like a great excuse for like the football team and baseball team. Just kind of take out some aggression. We, hey, we were good at baseball and football, so maybe they needed it. I don't know. Did everyone do their homework? Yeah. Are we, re- are we recording? We're recording. <clears throat> this is going to be, an honor to discuss this no, movie you. with you guys. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> this, you know, the being in quarantine alone, there there aren't many opportunities for camaraderie. So, I feel like we all, we went through a journey together. Although I Shuddy just Boy finished looks... the movie uh, an hour and fifteen minutes ago, so it's fresh, fresh in my mind. Nice. Well, so I feel like it's a good I have one two, to not like, do. Issues. My bad. Go ahead. I like. We should probably do this um, outside of the Easter egg. But 
I feel like this is the point to say if you have any hot takes one way or another with anything spoiler related. Yes. Oh, I want the entirety of the podcast to be the Easter egg. I say we just dive into Let's do 15 minutes on extraction. We just never do. We never do a show. It's all yeah. Easter egg. And then the show just we, ends with the theme song. We'll do. Does anyone have a would Jeff suck a dick? And do we have any voicemails? We'll just do those. And then that'll be it. And then the rest will be Easter egg. I mean, what a fucking, what a masterpiece. Kevin, this movie is an example of why you need to be a little more patient and understanding of Netflix programming. It's not all duds. It's not. And No, we established that. It's just a majority of duds. So I'm, now, I'm wary going into things, but... I had two, maybe three issues with well, wait, the entire what did, movie. What did you just say yes to when I proposed two things and you said yes? Oh, well, I'm sorry, what were the two things? What did I? <laughs> Do you want to just well, I'm cover? I'm going the... to spoil it. Yes. Okay. I'm going so to talk about we the should... ending. Absolutely. All right. Well, then, from here, po- from here on out, if you don't want anything from Extraction ruined, consider this your spoiler warning. Episode is over. Yeah, and we were nice to you. You should have seen it already. You have no fucking excuses. All right. Go ahead, Jeff. So I have two, maybe three issues with the entire movie. Um, but otherwise, I mean, if it's not a five dicker, we're talking fractions. We're talking fractions of a dick at this point. Oh my goodness. Uh, let's start off with the intro. I wish. All right. Are we talking spoilers are at the end of a movie, Jeff? We can, oh, we'll get there. We'll get if you there. Wanna, don't worry. Why don't we'll we just there. wait until the main episode to dissect the beginning? I thought we we're going to do the whole thing on the Easter egg. It is silly to split the review. I'm just, I'm just talking about, I'm just, I'm just. No, I'm on, I'm agreeing with you, Jeff, that if we're going to do the review, we're going to, we should do it all at once instead of talking about just spoilers here. And then. That's all I'm saying. Well, then people hear it in order. We're doing it out of order, but on the podcast episode, it'll be in order. People hear us talking about the movie, giving our thoughts on it, and then they can hear the spoilers in the Easter egg. Yeah. All, All right, right whatever. Well, whatever. Let's go for it then. Either Fuck way, it. the intro. I wish that they did. I had a little issue with that. I wish they did a like more of a flashback instead of like a flash forward. So just give like Tyler Rake or, or Chris Hemsworth like an intro with his team showing how capable they are and how nasty at their job they are and how big of badasses they are. That's what I I'd hope for. They kind of set it up. Because I was a little confused, not confused, but I wish they had hammered home the point of how badass Chris Hemsworth were or was. Because midway through the movie, he turned into one of my favorite action stars in recent memory. And and how about the intro from the villains? One of the better intros for villains ever, honestly. When he's when he's got the kids on the roof. When he throws the child off the roof. Throws a child off of the roof. The other guy gives the other another kid a choice between which one of his own hands he wants to cut off. No, well, two fingers. fingers. Two fingers, excuse me. And then he locks down the capital city of Bangladesh on some like COVID shit. Like just straight like, oh I'm in I'm in acting COVID mode. Do it, or there's a bullet in you, Commander. What an intro from the from the villains. 
Like, way to set up some A, you have a lot of pull in this town, and B, you guys are terrible, and I want you to get murdered. I mean, I find no faults with what you said. Uh, every good action movie needs a good villain, and that guy definitely got um, ramped up in his in his scene. Like throwing a child to his death is is pretty pretty rugged. That's pretty fucking hardcore. Mu- threatening another child with mutilation, and then just being like, "Yeah, I run this country, so do what I say." It's crazy that the the commander guy who who like locked down the whole city and shut down all the roadways in and out and all the all the bridges and stuff didn't seem like he needed to get much uh approval for that like that commander can just supersede the president and be like yeah this place is in lockdown mode fuck you guys yeah i was a little thrown off by the hierarchy and uh, of bangladesh uh but whatever, like it's an action movie. You don't need to make too much sense of it. If you're gonna, if you're gonna stuff the amount of action that they did in this movie, you don't have to make much sense of that. Yeah, in my opinion. All right, I I agree with that. Um, Shuddy, you just look frowny, or is that your concentration face? No, it. I want to know if you think it was as great as Jeff does. No, but I still thought it was great. I'm okay. not, it's not like in five dicker territory for me, but it 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 was it was pretty spectacular. It's barely it. north of three for me, if even that high. What's oh, the wow. okay? What's the best John Wick score you've given? Yeah, Shuddy doesn't like the John Wick movies. Oh, that's okay. At least you're consistent with that. No, so I just, they're fine enough. They're action movies. They're I mean, the plot mm-hmm. has gotten weaker every John Wick movie and it's just more action scenes. This movie was just, I almost always like the one shot action scenes like they did in this movie, but they used them way too frequently. Oh, that wasn't an issue I had. I disagree. Uh, I thought the whole that scene scene in the car chase, I wanted to turn off. It was nauseating. And I just, I, it, this was, it was an okay action movie. I was not, I had zero expectations about it. Thanks to the internet. Uh, I don't think it was that great. I mean, the action scenes were great. The plot was weak. I think. I hate most of what you're saying. (laughs) I just want to say, I just want to respond with that. Uh, I mean, if you don't like action movies or you're not that much of a fan of John Wick, I, I guess I, I, at least you're consistent. I, but... No, I like action movies. I'm not, it was fun to watch, but this is not, I would not put this anywhere close to my top 10 in action movies. As far fi- as fair as, or excuse me, as far as violent gore goes, I feel like this might've been the best violent gore I've ever seen. Like, like the 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 stabs and and just the 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 um the 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 shots, like they looked like how I think that shit would really look. Yeah, like the the I the combat to me sort of felt like a combination between the raid and John Wick. Yep. Like there was a lot of Nailed good gunplay and then just super violent hand to hand combat mixed in with like the John Wick gunplay shit. So like when. 
That one part when he grabs the dude in the hallway and stabs him in the neck like five times and then slashes his throat and the guy falls that away. That was and his cool. Yeah, and whole he, neck yeah. is ripped open. Dope. And so it goes from car chase to to him having to use his gun foo against like corrupt or um, I don't know stupid. Bangladesh officers. <laughs> uh, Stupid I don't know, officers. I don't know if they're corrupt or if they're following orders. You know what I mean? Either way, they're the bad guys in the moment. Yeah, because either way, he's in a kill or be killed situation. So, Right. So it goes from that. It goes from him on the balcony or in that whatever apartment building doing like close quarters gun combat. And then he gets into epic, an epic knife fight with that fucking guy. Who's that guy? What was that guy's name? The character? Sanju oh. or Soju? Something. I think it was no, it wasn't Soju, but Sa- it was Sachin? like that. Or, or or Soju, yeah, yeah. Satchel? Sa- Saju, Saju. Ron Deep Huda, his name is. That guy was cool. I liked him. Fuck yeah, dude. That character was cool. Though that though that knife fight was fucking awesome. Like he his character kind of like flipped back and forth, and I'm like, wait a second. He didn't seem like a like a bad guy. Why is why is he being a bad guy right now? And then he goes back to being a good guy, and it's like you really didn't catch that twist at the beginning. As soon as as it they set it all up, he's like, "I have a way. We can't afford to hire these people, but I I have to do this in order to get him back." So he's pretty much just saying, "We're gonna pay your mercenary fee," but all his plan was to just. Get them to do the job and then kill and then them. And merc the mercs. Okay. Oh, that is kind of cool. Oh, you just made it a five dicker for Jeff. So oh! we, I was confused on why they so had he's to talking give... at the beginning of the movie. He's talking to his wife, and she's like, "Don't go." And he's like, "I have to. We can't afford to pay the ransom. These people that'll get him back are very expensive. We can't." He can't afford that, so I have to go. Was he like the drug dealer's best friend? I guess I was a little confused on that. He was his... He's like his right-hand man. Yeah. His number one assassin. But they also... His first scene in the movie is him being like a dick to that the kid that gets kidnapped. So they were setting him up to be a bad guy a little bit there. Yeah, he's like his head of security. Yeah. Because he was special forces. I like that when a character kind of flips back and forth. You go from like hating them to kind of rooting for them to hating them. And that's why I liked um, uh, uh, Jamie Lannister so much. That was a well-written character. Yeah. That's so I like this dude. About Wendy's I... brother in Ozark. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but I liked uh, I liked that character, and I liked the actor that played him. Even though I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else, he looked believable when he was going like head to head with Chris Hemsworth. So, I think you answered this already. Just help me, just just so I have it in my mind. When he had to leave the kid behind, um, Chris Hemsworth to Tyler Rake, that was because the 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 Indian drug dealer who commissioned him for the job couldn't actually pay, and they were just like, "Yeah, fuck that kid." Is that what happened? That's what was going on. Yes, they because when he. Got the kid. They called and said, you have 70 minutes to transfer the money. And then they never transferred the money. And that's when she said, you need to leave the kid. We're Damn. not getting paid. Leave the kid. That's 
some cold-hearted shit. It's ruthless. And so that's why that whole conversation when they were hiding out and the kid was like, I'm just a brown paper. I'm just a package to you. Right. Yeah, I guess I, I mean, I kind of get, I just wasn't a hundred percent clear and uh, they're just leaving him because this guy bounced a check. Like, man, that's kind of, that's kind of shitty in their own. Right. I mean, you got that far with the kid. You got to evac him. Right. And that's what, that was Chris Hemsworth's thing was I'm not leaving the kid. I don't right. care if, we're not getting paid. I'm not leaving the kid to die. So they roped in a, um, they roped in a homie. Uh, what's his name? David Harbor Hopper from, from stranger things. Correct. Am I jumping ahead too much? No. So Chris Hemsworth's homie in the, in the movie, uh, the, his character's homie played by David Harbor. Yeah. He was like a fellow assassin. Yeah. And he has to call him when they're in the sewer and there, there's like rats canoeing on turds. (laughs) Yeah. I feel comfortable saying a Bangladeshi sewer is a top five worst place in the entire world. (laughs) Yeah. I could not imagine being in a sewer in one of those highly populated underdeveloped countries. Yeah. And I like, like, I like how he called him and he's like, yeah, I am in the worst sewer in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Like literally like that is an accurate statement. Yeah. I taking away prisons. I'm pretty sure that was like the worst place in the entire planet. Uh, and what a good job about like the cinematography and everything because, because like, you know, Dhaka, which is, um, the capital of Bangladesh, it's, you know, set in Bangladesh as far as I know, as known for it's like fucked up weird traffic and their pollution. And you really get the sense of that perfectly actually. So that was pretty sick. So they bring in David Harbor now, the, here's, like, one of the major, like, ethic bombs of the entire movie, as the Nard Dog would call it. What do you do <laughs> Nard Dog. If, you're, <laughs> if you're Hemsworth in that situation? So David Harbour's like, listen, I got a contact with the guy who wants to kill the kid. He's going to give us $10 million. We kill the kid. We're done with this whole bullshit. You get your money. You get to live. Whatever. The kid's done. He even says to he even says to Chris Hemsworth, "You're a mercenary, so start acting like a mercenary." I thought it was a great point. It it was it was very logical. Like somebody hired you to to save this kid. Now somebody else is hiring to you to kill him. Like it's and I like David Harbour. Like I don't worry, I'll kill the kid for you. Yeah. I'll kill him and I'll bury him, he says. You don't yeah. have to do anything. You just have to walk away. Split the money. Man, he's know, really man. changed in Stranger Things. I feel like Hemsworth lost a little bit here. Like He became kind of a dick at this moment. I, it's hard no, to say saving wait, a this kid. This was also set up at the beginning when the woman says to him, you're just spinning the... Seeing how many times you can spin the chamber before you catch a bullet. Man, I feel like Jeff and I are about to watch Shuddy Boy get mauled to death. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. MJ needs attention. She needs it now. Oh, shit. Stop it. Everybody's going to think you're ferocious. Good to know you, Shuddy Boy. 
<laughs> Happy trails. Uh, so he was kind of like, I don't fucking care if I die doing, I'm going to do what's right. And if I die, I die. He wasn't worried about himself. Yeah, it's weird, but you know, Stop. John Wick massacred an entire <laughs> Russian mob over a dead dog. So you, you, you can, who's to say what motivates a man? John I, Wick also had nothing left to live for in his mind at that point. Right. So again, who's to say what motivates a man? I don't know. I, I would have taken the five million in that case and bolted, but I hear what he's saying. I don't think and anybody honestly, anticipated you having a different outcome. Yeah. I, Does Jeff value money or uh, dead children? Life. Yeah. <laughs> who's not related to him in any way? All right. Don't make me out to be a dick. I'm just saying. I'm just um, saying I would take money to kill a kid. <laughs> no, I would not kill a dick. Kid. All I'd have to do is is just like go to the bathroom outside. Yeah, I would take five million dollars to turn a blind eye to somebody else killing a child. What about you, Shuddy? Would you do that? Shuddy's words. No, I would not. I uh, and I, I wonder, like, not a wonder. Excuse me. I think like this movie took like a step up for me with that little twist. Like I liked. The fact that they brought in David Harbour to like try to talk him into murdering the kid, and like I, I like that little wrinkle in the story. I thought that was like a nice little addition and storytelling that I wasn't expecting out of that action movie. Yeah, to humanize uh, Tyler Rake. Yeah, it, it was it was an important moment, and I, again, I just added a layer to the story itself. I guess what I uh, one thing that I'm confused on. He said he did three tours and one in Afghanistan. No, three tours in Afghanistan. Three tours in Afghanistan. Okay, correct. Was who was he doing the tours on behalf of? Was I'm it America? Not the Taliban. Australia. <clears throat> Probably Australia. I didn't know Australia had that much beef with Afghanistan. I thought it was only an American beef. Everybody was there. Yeah, everyone was pissed at Afghanistan. We did they have really fucked allies up, right? in that, you know. Fair enough. And uh, I believe Australia is part of NATO. I thought. Fast forward a little further ahead. I thought the gun battle when Rate calls his mercenary homies was like a legit five dick movie scene. I thought that was fucking sick. I thought. The on-the-ground footage, the aerial footage, I thought it was all on point. The footage they got from like the, the rival drug dealer looking like across like the, the town. Or, well, when know, they're on the, the bridge? Yeah. Yeah. I love that scene. I love all, all the action scenes, honestly. I'm a little disappointed you weren't even into the action, Shuddy. I mean, just some. I just think that they went to that one-shot action scene well too many times. Shuddy Boy, when Shuddy Boy watches a movie, he's looking for teenage vampire love triangles. No, he doesn't want to see action true. and anything exciting. I guess I'm confused on honestly what you're being critical of. I have to rewatch it. Like what? All right, so what's a what's an example of a action of a different shot action sequence that you really do like? Well, like the action sequence you're talking about on the on the bridge at the very end. Yeah. That's a that was a great action scene, but, but the the setting of maybe just the screenplay allowed for those kind of shots. If he's in a close quarter situation, no, I, I'm I'm just saying that it was just too much for me. 
It was there were like five of them. You're saying gay things. I just want that on the record. All right. Anyways, <laughs> so the ending. Let's get right to the ending. Spoiler again. What uh was this a Benny Blanco ending? This felt like a Benny Blanco ending. And if it was a Benny Benny Blanco ending, see the ending is kind of what takes it from. What's a Benny Blanco ending? A five dicker to like a four nine, four eight. You ever see Carlito's Way? Uh, a long time ago. I've said too much. Carlito's Way. Um, he's, I'm not spoiling two movies. No, I'm not going to do it. Carlito's so, Way is old enough that it's not. I mean, you can say it, and no one, including me, would be upset by it. So the kid who's going to cut off his finger, right? To like. I don't know, to show what kind of a badass he was to the, or actually did cut off his finger to like the drug dealer. And he, he and like the pack of kids, uh, try to get the other kid and try to like murder, uh, Chris Hemsworth and he bitch slapped them all. When he beats the fuck out of all those kids, that was awesome. Like, I never thought you could have a scene where like a giant, tough, well-trained killing machine adult beating up a bunch of poor children would be so funny and entertaining. <laughs> right. They made that, exactly that's kind of like that's the testament to how good this story was and how solid this movie was. This I did guy, enjoy, that was a good action scene also. He was completely justified just manhandling these children. Yeah. And it was he awesome. Could, it would have been worse if he would have killed them. It would have I was kinda I thought he should have. If that was an American soldier, American Navy SEAL, he's he's murdering all those children and not even. He for sure should have killed that one kid with the scars on his face. Um, Letting him walk away was a was a pretty big mistake. Rod. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that kid showed up in the beginning. He showed up again in the middle, and he had his chance. He could have ended that situation there, but he decided to be a good guy, let him live, and that kid ended up shooting him in the neck at the end. Yep. A little fucker, Farad. So I'm saying, a Benny Blanco ending. Have you ever seen Carlito's Way, Kevin? I don't think so. Oh, man. Classic. Well, sorry, I just spoiled it for you guys. But maybe not because the final shot of the movie was like a blurry vision shot of a white guy. Now, there could have been some racism there, but do you think that was Chris Hemsworth? That's what they were going for. Yeah. Because I think I saw something about how they initially just left it as he died and then tacked that ending on as an afterthought. We're like, oh, psych, he probably lived. That's probably uh, Blurry Thor. See, that kind of bums me out because he should not be walking from that situation. No. I mean... I I feel like even before he got shot in the neck, he had probably lost enough blood where he was going to die. Yeah, for sure. He was on four health. For like a good portion of that fight sequence, yeah, yeah, and he was he blew through all of his shield. He's he he lost yeah like ninety five ninety six health. Ran out of you guys juice. You guys see a campfire around here or, yeah. or anything? Yeah, anybody anybody got a bandage bazooka in this bitch? <laughs> need some need some fucking uh, slurp juice. Oh, I got you. Actually, no, you can't have any. Don't mind. <laughs> oh man, just. What an epic movie! I, I uh, but I'll I'll kick things off and I'll I'll suck four extraction dicks. I thought it was good. It, it the plot was super thin. It wasn't like reinventing the wheel, which again 
not necessary in an action film, but I feel like it's necessary in a five dicker action film. Like, uh, uh, I recently rewatched Demolition Man. I mean, this is my probably my second time watching it th- just this year alone. But we're nothing wrong with that. We're doing an in depth review of it on the Ella Show, and I watched it more critically than I've ever watched it before, and it was just like, man. All I can do is just make a list of all the things I love about this movie. It just made every right decision. Uh, but Extraction, very, very enjoyable. Killer action. So fucking awesome. Exciting. But, you know, uh, plot wasn't anything anything new or anything special. And they, they for sure, if you're playing the drinking game, you are getting wasted in Extraction. They say Extraction so many times in that movie. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Which didn't it didn't factor one, that didn't factor into my scoring. It was just something I'm pointing out. I, I it didn't even bother me. I, it wasn't one of the things that really stuck out to me. I just noticed that when that happens in movies now. I mean, for me, it was just like such a bland name that it was like kind of whatever. I guess I don't know. Like I don't think they it was still like didn't say it as pointing. much as they said the dead don't die. In that stupid movie. Man, you... That movie really wounded you. It really did. <laughs> that and Mean Guns. Man, Shuddy on is on the... four health because of Mean Guns and Dead Don't Die. I'll suck 4.85 Chris Hemsworth dicks. Uh, oh, damn. I'm going to take away a point one for the ending. I wish they just kept it with the Benny Blanco ending. That would have been sick. And again, like my one issue was uh, in the beginning, I think they should have did a flashback and not a flash forward with the the cold open. Yeah, telling a a movie, like when a movie is is structured uh, non-linear, like even something as simple as just, not like fucking memento, but you just show a snippet of the ending, like a couple minutes from the ending in the beginning of the movie, and then you just... At once that ends, you're just back at the beginning, and then you watch everything play out. It's an unnecessary writing device, and I feel like unless it's just this one in a thousand unique position where that act- doing that makes a huge difference in the plot and the storytelling, then you should do it. This did not seem like one of those cases, but... It wasn't a huge thing. It pretty much all it does is lets you know, like, oh boy, at some point, he is going to be in some serious shit. And you f- kind of figure anytime you're watching an action movie, at the very end of it, yeah, the hero is going to be in dire straits. Yeah, so you kind of don't need a stretcher. Yeah, you kind of don't need to show that to build that tension up. You go into every action movie knowing that at the end of every Die Hard movie, John McClane is going to be a bloody fucking mess, but he's somehow going to pull it off. Right. That, I'm with you. Like, that's not a very good writing device, and it's many times useless, and this time it was extra useless. And, like, I, just, I feel like a scene there, like a bit of a cold open, could work. It's just got to be a flashback. He should have had a, a love interest, right? Yeah, he should have been trying to fuck that hot Indian chick that was on his team. But, was she Indian, though? I don't know if in the movie she was, but... Actually, she is Indian, yeah. Yeah, you racist, Shuddy. Or Desi. Yeah, um, you racist, Shuddy, Kevin. What would, what would you give it? Uh, 
I'm still at like 3.25. Jesus Christ. Wow. I thought it was a goddamn action movie fucking classic. I don't think I dozed much, off. I don't think there's much separating it between John Wick and and The Raid. That's my honest feeling. Uh, yeah, I was not expecting... At best, I was expecting to be like, ah, oh, that was cool. But uh, it was epic. That was a kick-ass movie. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, very enjoyable. Thank you, Chris, Thank you, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, I saw a quick little snippet of them doing like a little bit of the filming, like behind-the-scenes filming of that oneer they were calling it, that just long, long, continuous, continuous action shot. And that was fucking impressive. So like that couldn't have couldn't have been an easy film for Chris Hemsworth to make. But uh, yeah, sick, sick movie. Shout out how to you, the, Netflix. Fuck. How, how about the director? I know I was, he like, was his the first like major motion picture. Looks like, and he was the uh, the sniper in it, right? Yeah, with the beard. That was the director. He was he, G. He's a stuntman turned director. Yeah. How I feel like how That's cool rare is that yeah i don't know but uh he did a great job with it and i mean i didn't even know he was the director while i was watching it and i was like ah there's something about that guy that plays the sniper in this movie that i like and then when i found out after watching it that he was the director i was like oh wow good for him so he's pretty much just like the stunt man or stunt coordinator for like every marvel movie yeah yeah, I think he did cuz cuz the uh one of the Russo brothers like wrote this, I think, and produced it. So, he was doing the stunt work and fight coordination on Captain America Winter Soldier, which has some of the sickest gunfight hand-to-hand combat in any action or any Marvel movie. Yeah. This dude's got like stuntman elephantitis. Yeah. He's a huge stuntman dick. All right, well, I just looked at the timer, and we've done a 40-minute Easter egg. Holy shit. Fuck yeah. yeah. Hey! From Los Angeles, California, we're at the Mad Scientist Party Hour. 